Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, this is Alex. You're tuned into the Market Adventures podcast. It is Wednesday, February 24th, and we're going to learn one more skill in chart reading today, how to read and trade hills and valleys. Reading charts is an integral part of trading and investing. And if you have any questions about chart reading, tweet at InvestingPod on Twitter or DM Market Adventures Podcast on Instagram, and we could talk more in depth one-on-one. Shout out to Austin for letting us know his favorite dividend stock on Twitter, PBT, or at least he said he's looking at it right now. PBT is an American royalty trust. They hold a royalty interest in various oil and gas properties. Now, the company moves directly with oil and gas. They pay 100% of their revenue out in dividends. So make sure you do your due diligence. I personally bought shares in IBM yesterday and AT&T later last week. That's my long-term plays uh, at these levels. So let's jump right into the episode, learning how to read and trade hills and valleys. The number one barrier I hear all the time is self-improvement is lack of time. Not to mention distraction on social media and all the available streaming services to keep our eyes glued to the screen, but the time is there. The time for self-development is actually there, and here's the best way I've found of taking advantage of it. There's an app I highly recommend called Blinkist. Blinkist is for anyone who cares about learning but says they don't have enough time. Now, Blinkist takes the key ideas and insights from over 4,000 nonfiction bestsellers in more than 27 different categories and gathers them together in 15-minute text and audio explainers that help you understand more about the core ideas of the book. Use the Blinks to get into topics quickly and find new topics to grow from or figure out which books you want to spend more time on. What's more, they've teamed up with popular podcast creators to Blink those for you too. So you can get a heart of a podcast episode fast. I personally like Blinkist because I have two very young children, so finding time to read isn't always the most feasible. With Blinkist, I can listen to and read all the key ideas and as many books as I'm interested in without having to worry about time. Two books that I recommend once you join are The 4-Hour Workweek and Start With Why by Simon Sinek. Right now, Blinkist actually has an offer specifically for our audience. If you go to Blinkist.com adventure, to start your seven-day free trial, you get 25% off a Blinkist premium membership. So head over to Blinkist, spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T. That's Blinkist.com slash adventure to get 25% off and a seven-day free trial. Blinkist.com slash adventure. 
when people talk about stocks, it's normally in a black and white picture. Either they're saying the stock is going up or going down, but that's not always the case. Stocks, like other securities, move in several directions. Price of anything rarely ever goes straight up or straight down. It looks more like a staircase or a zigzag. Imagine ripples coming in and going out, rising up and going down. That's how the average stock makes its move up or down. Now, there's two simple ways to look at it. When stocks rise, imagine them sprinting down a track. After a while, they need time to slow down and cool off before running again. Or when people are buying stocks, there's a certain point where holders of the stock decide they want to take some profits and short sellers try to argue for a lower price. And either buyers fight back and push the price higher or sellers push hard enough to stop the zigzag up, right? So you can either look at it in a very rudimentary fashion, right? Strip away all the market terminology and just say, okay, if something's moving really fast, it takes time for it to slow down to pick up speed again. Or if you want to add a little technicality to it, you can add in the buying and selling, people taking um, profits when things go higher, people who believe that prices shouldn't be that high and they decide to sell. And then that meeting point where the stock comes down, that meeting point of are the buyers still confident that the price should go higher or do sellers win that battle? So we're going to talk about two strategies to trading those hills and valleys, right? We call the ups and downs of the zigzag, we'll call them hills and valleys, hills being the top, valleys being the bottom. Now, it depends how mature the move is, if it's an uptrend or a downtrend. It depends how mature or how far into it we are when we notice this trend. Now, we're going to speak in terms of bullishness, right? So we're going to talk about hills and valleys going to the upside because the majority of traders and investors feel more comfortable when the stock market is going up. They feel more comfortable trading, buying and selling as opposed to selling and buying. So the first way, if stocks just started their uptrend, you can look for what's called a pullback. A pullback is essentially a stock entering into an uptrend and, like I said, slowing down to speed back up, right? So when it pulls back down, it creates that first hill. You imagine something going up and then curving at the top and coming down. That's a hill. It comes down, dips into a valley before it goes back up the hill, up another hill, right? So that pullback could present an opportunity for you to get yourself in on the uptrend without paying that highest price at the top of the hill. Now, that is a, a Primarily a move of amateurs, but that is a legitimate way to enter enter a position if you're not too confident of the first rally. But you see after that first drop down, when it breaks above that high price, that could signal another opportunity to get in because the rally still has some steam for you to make a profit. Now, number two is not entering another pullback, but if the stock has been rising for a while... Right, and the tops of those hills stop getting higher. The percentage or the difference between the top of one hill and the top of another hill starts to shrink. Right now, we are looking for that inversion of the hills and valleys. Right, so the tops and the bottoms of the zigzags are constantly going up. The dis the distance between them starts to shrink, and now we're starting to notice an inversion. Right, so now those hills are now even, 
and now the hills are lower, right? So one hill is lower than the, the preceding hill, and one valley is lower than the preceding valley. Now we're looking at what's called the reversal. So before we say anything, we want to combine the hills and valleys, the tops and bottoms strategy with other indicators to confirm the move. But if a hill and a valley, right, that they keep rising, the tops and the bottoms, the zigzag, keeps rising to the upside, there's a good chance the trend will continue. But when the next hill is lower than the previous hill, that's a yellow signal. That says to us that the the buying pressure, the enthusiasm is starting to curve, right? So the next thing we look for is where does that second valley land? If that second valley is lower than the preceding value, now you have uh, uh, concurrent, right? You have a hill and a valley preceded by a lower hill and a lower valley. That is a signal that a downtrend may be ensuing. Now, it's not a guarantee, but having a, a uh, lower hill and a lower valley, those two things combined, that shows why a, a, a lowering of the buying enthusiasm and an increase in the selling enthusiasm, right? That increased the probability that there may be a reversal in price to the downside. Now, a perfect example of this, just so you have a visual, if you have your phone right now, you can go up and pull up Robinhood or TD Ameritrade or E-Trade or whatever you look at to, to use your charts. You can pull up the chart of Walmart, right? That is WMT. Ticker symbol is WMT. Now, the highest hilltop was reached on 12-1, December 1st. The yellow signal, right, a lower hill, happened on January 13th. And a lower valley happened on January 29th, right? So we had a high on December 1st, right? That was the highest hill. And the next hill after that, the next top after that, the yellow signal for us happened on the 13th of January where that hill was lower than the preceding hill. And that last signal that confirmed the reversal for us was a lower valley that happened on January 29th. So now on that chart, you'll notice we had a lower hill and a lower valley, right? A lower high and a lower low. And those are the dates for them. So go pull up whatever you use to look at your charts and just look at that right there. And I'm looking at the one year, one day chart, or we're looking at the daily chart. Now, Apple, if you look at the ticker symbol AAPL, Apple just hit a lower valley, right? It hit a higher high, a lower high last week, the last two weeks. It was trading in a trading range, but that was a lower high, and it just hit for the first time the lower low. So we'll see if that happens for Apple on the downside. Maybe Apple is going to see this reversal from the high price after the stock split. Maybe we're going to see Apple keep tumbling to the downside. This is not a perfect signal. Again, we're just talking about chart reading. Using uh, tops and bottoms or hills and valleys is the most basic form of chart reading, right? It's very simple. It's very easy to see. You don't need indicators on the chart, but it's a very nice way to read and ride price action without knowing anything underneath. You can just look at it and see it. It's plain as day. So we're going to look at that. Again, Walmart, ticker symbol WMT is a perfect example of higher highs and higher lows reversing to the downside, and the first thing you notice is 
a lower high and a lower low, a lower hill and a lower valley. Apple is starting to flash that signal. So we'll see if Apple continues to the downside. We'll, we'll, I mean, one, we'll know that this strategy is very, um, is something that works for one. And two, it'll give us an idea of do we want to play Apple to the downside now that we're entering into a downtrend in that particular stock. Hey, thanks for tuning in today. Today we have a question of the day. Go to Instagram and comment on the post of the day at 6 p.m. Eastern. What are you curious about? Me? I'm curious about the future of data and its integration into the new 5G networks that we see going up all around the country. If you want to get a shout out in an episode, tweet me at InvestingPod on Twitter or leave your answer to the question of the day on IG and I'll shout you out in an episode. Be well and remember, as you begin searching for the answers to life's challenges, don't seek security. Always seek adventure. Adventure.